baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That's your regular here of the National Police Association. You've protected and served. First of all, I know you want to expand on these latest crime trends and how we're feeling it, but just your reaction to some of these headlines. Yeah, it's so frustrating. You know, I don't think people realize that over 60,000 police assaults occur each year. And when we see these videos of these officers just suffering these beatdowns and so many of them feel like they just can't fight back with the veracity that that we should be able to do that we used to be able to do and you know especially in Chicago um, you know you've got of course a a sanctuary city who uh, you know you have a mayor now kind of regretting that policy but not really walking it back very much but we've got these now, I was just in Chicago about 10 days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you have these migrants living in Chicago police district stations, and it's causing so much tension, and they're kind of herded out in the morning so that people can come and file police reports and, and detectives can meet with people, and then they're allowed to come back and, and sleep there. But so now you're seeing tensions overrun, and quite frankly, You've got people who are not law-abiding people to begin yeah. with, and uh, and now they're getting frustrated with the cops. They're attacking them, and of course, in both of these incidents that you talked about, they were both the, these folks were charged with misdemeanors. You know, by Kim Fox's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> state attorney's office. You know, just like your Larry Krasner, yeah. and uh, so not, they're never going to go to court. Nothing's ever going to happen to them. You know, if if we would immediately, if ICE would swoop in and immediately take these people into custody and deport them, uh, that would go a long way to restoring order. But that will never happen. Yeah, it's it's so true. And it's just disturbing and sends a message when you see these things for kids on the street and that sort of thing to see this kind of disrespect and lawlessness. And that's that's what we talk about, um, Betsy, is is the or should I say Sergeant Betsy Branter-Smith, uh, you're a veteran of a large metro police department, one in Chicago, but you've served 20 years in law enforcement and and now obviously a, a national voice, right, as MPA a spokesperson. But, you know, it, it does create this culture, does it not? A culture whereby police are disrespected and a culture where the criminals are coddled. Well, it's absolutely true. And, and this really started in 2014 with the death of uh, Michael Brown, um, a gangbanger in Ferguson, Missouri, who tried to disarm a cop and got himself shot. And, uh, you know, the Obama administration helped usher in this war on cops. And now we're seeing, you know, our country, you know, it, both in, you know, the cities and in suburbs and rural, rural areas, all of them, we're seeing people suffering at the hands of criminals who just feel incredibly emboldened because the police 
have been pushed to the side and you know they're they're told that you know you're racist and you're brutal and you're this and you're that even as we continue to suffer and sacrifice and we just had a connecticut police officer murdered we have a louisville metro police officer fighting for his life in the hospital right now after making a traffic stop and uh and again you know time after time after time uh cops what do they do they still run toward the shots they still try and enforce the law but um especially these blue city mayors are making it very difficult and so we're seeing uh, a mass exodus of police officers and now we're starting to see police leadership decide mm, you know what I, yeah. this is too much i think i'm gonna leave well and you are talking about leadership leads me into the question about our relatively new Philadelphia Police Commissioner, she's only been here three and a half years, Daniel Outlaw, announcing that she, and we, we all know that she's actually been on the job hunt for at least a year, year and a half, because she knew she was you know, going to be ousted once a new mayor gets in. I don't care what anybody says publicly, but I'll just back into that by saying that, Betsy, you're the creator of the only course of its kind for women in law enforcement, the winning mind for women. And I know you and your husband, Dave, you know, develop and instruct cutting edge courses. You travel extensively and you believe in empowering women and, and that sort of thing. What's your reaction to this police commissioner who came from the West Coast and was was brought in and hired? And it was a big, oh, she's the first woman and the first African-American woman. And they were just so happy to have this DEI hire. I mean, what's your reaction? I'm so glad you're talking about this because one of the cornerstones of my course, yes. The Winning Mind for Women, is sex is not an appropriate predictor for performance. And we've got to stop hiring and promoting people simply because of their sex. And we have seen this around the country where we have had, you know, these female police chiefs and, and, you know, it was like, okay, they're going to make it all better. Mm -hmm. And what are we seeing? We're seeing, we're seeing them leave. You know, we, you know, remember Daniela outlaw came from Portland, which was a complete disaster. Then she came uh, to Philly and what happened? Oh, homicides exploded. And so she is taking she's taking a lesser position to be able to bail out, but yet, you know, finish her her law enforcement career. But um, we see this male and female police chiefs bailing out. Michael Harrison left Baltimore. Uh, uh, The uh, chief in Austin left the chief, uh, the female chief in uh, Phoenix left and has left that department in shambles we are seeing this all over now there there was a phenomenal uh, female police leader in uh, Kishant Sewell in, in the NYPD she got shoved out by Eric Adams her mayor you know she just really got booted off the job because she was trying to just mind her own business and do police work and let her people do police work and uh, Eric Adams didn't want that. And, and yet now he's publicly crying about, uh, you know, the migrants and uh, how they're ruining his city and this and that. So this all goes full circle. And I want yeah. people to understand that the board, you know, we, we hear this so often. Every state's a border state. I'm here in Arizona. We're definitely a border state. But now you're a border state, yeah. too. So is Illinois. So is, you know, everywhere now. And... This all comes full circle when it comes to leadership 
from the mayor's office, your city council's office, and of course from your police chief or your sheriff, the migrant crisis is now fully encroached uh, onto our crime crisis. And uh, we got to wake up as voters. We got to stop this. We're the only ones who can stop it. And so take us through it as, as far as this, the trends with, with migrants and I mean, obviously there are, and I talked to Christine Flowers, um, who's a national columnist and as well an immigration attorney. And she always makes sure that she says, we're not talking about anybody who is a legal, a legal non-citizen who is following the proper rules and stood in line, you know, or, or an asylum seeker. We're not talking about that. Obviously we're talking about an illegal situation flooding over the border. What is happening, and I see this uh, every week when I fly out of the Tucson International Airport, there are three lines. There is TSA pre, there's regular people line, and then there's the line for people who are uh, quote-unquote asylum seekers who have no identification, but they have a pocket full of cash, a manila envelope with their State Department papers that basically says they can move anywhere they want in the United States. And uh, they got a brand-new iPhone with their um, State Department app on it, and uh, and they're going wherever they want. Now, look, 97% of these people that claim they're asylum seekers, their asylum, um, their asylum applications are going to be rejected. We have very strict asylum laws. The Biden administration isn't utilizing it now. But these people have court dates five, six, seven years into the future. And their claims, frankly, they're just a lie. But what they're doing is going to different places around the country, and many of them immediately slip into criminal behavior. Look at Chicago. What what do you think the gangs are doing in Chicago? Remember, we have 32,000 different street gangs mm-hmm. in this country. In places like Chicago and New York and, of course, Philadelphia, the gangs are moving into where these migrants are, and they're recruiting them into criminal activity and then even if they get arrested nothing happens to them they know that they will not be deported they know that they will very likely not be prosecuted and yet they are they will get the welfare and the public housing and the food stamps and all these things very often before american citizens will and so that just lends itself to additional criminal behavior and additional abuse of the system. If you don't respect the country that you're in, you're certainly not going to respect the laws of that country that you are in. And they just kind of ignore the police and do what they want. And that affects not just the police, but everyone. Yeah, it's so true. You know, I wanted a final question. I just wanted to ask you about retail theft, the rise in retail theft. And I noticed recently I'd run to the local Acme grocery store and they said, oh, we got to lock them, but go through this door. And I said, you're locking, you're, are you closing? And they said, no, it's just with all, we, we saw, you know, just in the past year or two, we have, it's the grocery store. And this is, in the, I go, I live in the city, but I go to the one in the suburbs. <laughs> and they said, yeah, unfortunately, this is our reality now. So they're locking the one door and then they have, you know, security mm-hmm. at the other door. And I thought, wow, this is in Montgomery County. Pennsylvania, this is a lower, but that's, that's what they're doing. And I see more and more businesses as the crime in the city creeps out. And then we all pay. There's a recent report saying that, yep, here it is, folks. 
you pay for this and price is going up, not just because of binomics and inflation and all that, but because we pay for those criminals stealing the stuff. Yeah, absolutely. When I was just in Chicago a weekend before last, um, what we saw in virtually, and these were all in great neighborhoods like Lincoln Park and, Wick, uh, you know, Wick, Wick Park and all mm-hmm. that. Um, what we saw was uh, private security in virtually every retail store, in every restaurant and bar and hotel. And, uh, and that's what most of these blue cities, and again, it's creeping right into the suburbs, as well. So they have to hire private security. Well, they're not going to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Who do you think pays for that? You and I pay for that. And you know what? I, I venture to say you and I can afford a little jump in prices. Most people can't. 61% of people in this country say that they are living above their means because they just can't make enough money. Yeah. So again, this Bidenomics and and just an absolute lack of of husbanding our resources properly here in the United States with this jump in crime is making everyone less safe and everyone more poor. It's a horrible combination. Yeah, this is true. Sergeant Betsy Brancher-Smith, thank you so much for once again joining us. And until next time, be safe. Thank you. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.